The moon rose with regal desire, pushing light through wisps of cloud which had begun to drift across the indigo wilderness of the sky. A shadow, cast by its pure white brilliance, silhouetted against the milky splendour, flapped casually across its face. A mallard, a common duck, with a pebble in its beak. Illuminated in this dreamy world of the night, a small wood atop a hill stood proud amongst the flatlands around it. All was quiet, all was still, all was dark. Further into the copse, past the endless budding branches of spring, a warm glow emanated from two windows, like portholes of a ship on a transatlantic voyage. Suddenly, without any warning, the light swelled as between the two windows a door was flung open. In stark relief of the incandescence, a small creature stood, his eyes adjusting to the dark. The mole, it seemed, was on a mission. He was dressed for a venture out into the wild of the night and into the brisk and chilly silence of the woodland. More logs, he said to himself, more logs for the fire and then rest. The hedgehog, warmed by the fire and sat in her favourite chair, smiled as she shook her head. There was no urgency for logs. They had plenty to last the night, perhaps even tomorrow too, though the mole, she knew, had his mind set on finding more logs, and she knew it was pointless to try and convince him otherwise. He was stupid, she thought, though in a kind and thoughtful way. Stubborn too, and headstrong, but that was part of the tapestry which made him who he was. The mole, on the other hand, was focused. Logs, he thought. More logs. He fastened the door behind him, keeping the warmth of the cottage protected from the twisting fingers of the cold outside, and headed out into the dark. It wasn't long before he collected plenty of logs, certainly as many as he could carry in one trip, and enough to keep the fire roaring for another week. It was also, however, at this time, when in the moonlight he spotted something fabulous. There, perhaps ten to twelve feet up a fir tree, was a branch of untouched pine cones, like dark lanterns hanging as if their lights had been extinguished long ago. He was, for a moment, transported in time. Back to when his father had collected a basket of pine cones before Christmas, and they had taken turns placing them in the fire, watching them glow with festivity. What a surprise! What a delight! What a wonder it shall be to sit in an armchair by the fire with the hedgehog by my side, and watch these tiny lanterns light up again. He placed the logs he'd collected in a tidy pile by the base of the tree and started slowly and methodically ascending to the branch above, with its woody treasure tantalisingly dangling just out of reach. With a final puff of his tiny lungs and a heave, he had made it. There, sat on a branch, twelve feet from the woodland floor, a pine cone in his tiny paws. Delight filled his eyes as the memories returned and the thought of new memories to be created with the hedgehog. Then 
he looked down. It was only now that he realised he'd never climbed a tree before. Never really left the ground, aside from a ride in a hot air balloon, but that's another story. And that he felt overwhelmingly more comfortable on the ground, or under it, than suspended above it. The evening, which had seemed so invitingly crisp, now carried a chill which ran the length of his tiny back. He dangled one leg half-heartedly over the edge and tried to grip the trunk, but a combination of the unsuitability of his soft and scoop-like paws to the task and a paralysing fear prevented him from clinging on. He was stuck. Stuck, reaching for a dream. Stuck, by overreaching when he should have known better. Stuck. He shivered, and as he did, tiny tears escaped his tiny eyes. Minutes passed and the wood was silent. Hours then, and the mole's hope was close to being extinguished. Why did I even leave the cottage in the first place, he cried. We had enough logs to last the night. Then, through the deep, dark gloom of the night, a tiny light flickered. Mole? Mole? Are you there? Here! I'm here! Stuck up a tree without a way to get down! The hedgehog, who had grown concerned when the mole hadn't returned, was standing beneath him. Her dressing gown pulled tight around her, the moon reflected in her eyes, a look of exasperated relief across her features. There you are, she said. What on earth are you doing up there? I've been so stupid, the mole replied, humbled by the terror of the heights, terrified by the night. I came climbing for pine cones. I wanted to give them to you, so we could sit and talk and laugh as we watched them glow in the fire. You have been stupid, Hedgehog bluntly stated. Never have I known a mole so idiotic as to climb a tree. A tree! The hedgehog, a clever little animal if there ever was one, pulled the tie from her dressing gown and looped it carefully around one paw. With an athletic throw, the rope was cast high into the air, settling on the branch next to the marooned mole. The mole sheepishly clung onto the rope and lowered himself gingerly to the ground, his pride somewhat diminished. I'm sorry for being such a stupid animal sometimes, he said, peeking from behind shaking paws. You are, the hedgehog replied, but your heart is in the right place, so I'll forgive you. Just please don't do anything like that again. They embraced, and the mole felt the trauma and fear of the last couple of hours evaporate in the hedgehog's grip. Poor and poor, they meandered back to the cottage, the mole carrying the logs he'd stored at the base of the tree. When inside, Hedgehog made them both a cup of tea, and they sat in their armchairs in the heat of the fire. With a mischievous grin, the mole said, Have you ever seen a pine cone glow before? The Hedgehog sighed, smiled, and started laughing. 
As the pine cone grew hot in the flames of the roaring fire, it began to glow, just like it had when the mole was young. Now, though, this tiny lantern was lit for a new memory. Let there be many more pine cones, the mole thought, and many more memories, too. Somewhere away in the light of the moon, a mallard, with a pebble in its beak, dragged his toes across the surface of the river as he touched down. Slowly, purposely, he swam towards his mate and their nest.